welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name is Allie Liberts and I'm your host. And today's episode I'm really excited for. It's with my older sister, Kayla. Um, we're going to be talking about her yoga, pole dancing, fitness, kind of just her journey with how she found some of these cool hobbies that I feel like a lot of people are nervous to try out. And I'm really excited for her to share her point of view. So Kayla, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I am Kayla. I do <laughs> everything that Ali just said, basically. Um, I cannot imagine my life without those things. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about them and try to normalize some things that a lot of people wouldn't expect. Yes, I feel like, I mean, I just feel like I have a lot of admiration for like all my sisters, you know, but I just love your specific story and I'm excited to hear you kind of just voice all of it and kind of like go back in time and think about where you first started. Um, so kind of explain, I don't even want to use the word fitness journey because I feel like people relate that to like just trying to lose weight. Like I feel like when you started yoga, it was kind of more like it was also more personal development. At least that's what I saw. So how did you kind of start that journey and find yoga? I honestly think that I found acro before yoga. Um, True. They were very, like, it was very close in the timeline. Um, I had a friend whose older sister did acro, and I was like, oh, my gosh, no way. I want to do that. And, and I remember the first thing that I saw was literally just someone standing on the other person's shoulder, and I was, like, blown away by that. And now I feel like that's, like, one of the first things you learn. <laughs> yeah. Um, but getting into the acro community – I think I just was exposed to a lot more yogis and I wanted to kind of know what they were up to and why. Um, and so I just really, I made a little yoga room in my house out of mm. the room that I had. And I really figured out that I freaking need it um, because I would lose my mind if I would skip stretching after coming home from work. Um, and then it just kind of like, spiraled into everything else like that was like the little seed that just grew into my life now definitely because we used to live together so I remember you would always actually I might have moved out by then but you know when I would come visit you had your yoga room and you really just went all in um can you explain the difference between acro and yoga because I meant to talk about acro but I just say like yoga so what is acro so acro to my community is like partner acrobatics. Um, it used to be coined the term acro yoga. And I think we're kind of stepping away from that, realizing it's more like playtime than actual yoga. Right. Um, it's, it's really just like t two or more people um, working to put skills together. It's playtime really for a lot of us. Um, some people take it into performances and you'll see it like in Cirque du Soleil and things like that. But really, like, we're just trying to figure out the weirdest things we can do with our body, the weirdest ways we can balance other people on our bodies and just being creative. I don't know. And you talk about the acro community and I have two questions with that. The first one being, I know a lot of people say like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do that. So what would you say to someone who feels like they don't have the body type or 
like the athletic background like what's the stigma behind that oh my gosh I hear that all the time for almost everything that I do I hear people say I could never because of this I could never because of that I'm not like that I can't do that and I am just I just wish people believed in themselves because Mm. you I see people from ages like four like little kids doing acro I see people in their 60s doing acro I see people who are skinny as a stick doing acro and I see people on the heavier side doing acro like it, it there is something for everybody in the community and not only like that they can do it but they're going to be supported while they're doing it mm-hmm. if you're in the right community which I haven't been to a community where it's not like that um if somebody sees a new person coming up there is somebody in that group of people who will be like get over here and do this like yeah <laughs> and and I mean they they will probably aggressively try to make you try it just to show yourself that you can actually do mm-hmm. what you, you could do um but honestly like consent is also very important right Um, so while it may seem like they're really excited to have you there and they really want you to try things if you say no I don't want to do that I really feel like it would be respected as well yeah that's something that because like you know I'd come to St. Pete and like do acro with you like it's not really something I like actively do as a hobby like you do but every time I go like one, I always do something that I didn't think I could do. And like, I have a gymnast background. So like, they're like, I don't know, it was playful for me to get back into that mindset. But also like, there's still so much to learn and like things I didn't think I could do. And I really appreciate the consent, like mentality they have. Because like, for example, like when I, I think when I did my first hand to hand, like, they were encouraging me even though I was nervous, but there was no pressure behind it or like you have to do better. Like you need to progress to this next thing. Like everyone is, it feels just very safe there. Um, But I definitely gained a lot of confidence too. And I feel like that's something I saw in you. So do you feel like that was also a big catalyst for like your confidence and like personal expansion? I feel like. It, it really could have been. Um, I don't think I was ever the person who looked at it. Well, there were plenty of acro skills that I thought I would never achieve. Right. A standing hand-to-hand was so – it seemed so only the best of the best could do it. And now I'm just like – I just see how wrong that is. I mean, I'm learning how to base hand-to-hand on the ground with people heavier than me. Yeah. Like, it is so not impossible to be doing the things that you want to do. And I just, it, it still blows my mind four years in. I'm still like, wow. Like, yeah, I remember like, cause like when, you know, I first moved to college was when you were kind of first starting. And then I feel like every time I come home, like you would do something and I'd be like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> who are you? Like, how are like, not in like a, I didn't think you could ever do that. It was just like, the ease at which you just like jumped into a pose or like did something on the pole I was like wait what yeah (laughs) I I, still Allie I've I finally three years into doing acro I finally learned how to do a handstand and which have gotten so good (laughs) yeah and now I'm one year into handstanding and I still do a handstand and I'm like was that me that just did that like are you 
what yeah it it's still it's just like it's so good do you feel like um you've been able to take that mindset of like being open to try any new like pose or being like I know even though it may seem like my body can't do this it will do you feel like you've kind of taken that mindset into other areas of your life or do you still struggle or whether I had it before acro or not I don't even remember um but I do definitely feel like if there is something I want to do it is at least worth trying like Mm -hmm. I I don't really look at things and say like I probably can't do that or if I tell myself I can't do it I'm like Kayla stop like you you absolutely can right I feel like and I'm not even trying to like you know toot our own horns or anything but I just feel like there's something about our sisters where it's just like we're not gonna let it's not even like we're like I want to conquer the whole world it's just like if there's something we want to do it's like I'm doing that (laughs) yeah I look at our little sisters and they blow me away like yeah managers of McDonald's at 17 and 18 like I just I don't think you're too you're absolutely right like (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean and same with you like I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about how, like, you're, you hate working a nine-to-five, but you kind of do it because you want to travel and, like, you know, do whatever you want? It's one of those things that, like, it sucks, but I recognize that that is what a normal person has to do. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day I'm not a normal person and I don't have to do that. Um, I Hopefully I have some weird online job and I'm really successful and I'm working from like you know I don't know Croatia mm-hmm. but um but for now I just recognize like I've always had the mindset of I have to hustle now so that I can play later mm-hmm. and that I look at that short term and long term you know like I have to work really hard so that I can retire one day but I also have to work hard so that I can have the weekends off like right now we're quarantining and I'm not worried about not getting paid for 10 days because I've worked hard enough to like to allow myself to be this way and I'm right. enjoying it so much you know like it's just one of those things you bite the bullet you do what you got to do and reward yourself you know yeah and that's something you've said before and I mean people say it all the time like people live to or you're supposed to I don't know something like live to work but you work to live because you genuinely are like, I'm going to stay at this good paying job so I can save up money to travel or, you know, have your weekends off and stuff like that. And yeah. I always I hate my admire job. that too. <laughs> I hate yeah. my job right now. I am actively look. I actually didn't tell you this, but I have an interview tomorrow morning um, with another place. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yes. So I'm actively trying to get out of it, but I'm not taking less than what I'm getting now. Um, right. So even it's basically I'm trying to move from one job that I don't like to another one that I probably won't like, but at least the new environment will feel better. Um, yeah. Because my managers are just toxic, but yeah. <laughs> That's like honestly something I admire in you too, because like you've stayed at this job for a while, and it's not like it's because you're you're like not scared to stand up for yourself and leave, but because you want to keep the good pay and stuff. But like I really, if I don't that's my thing if I don't like something it's so hard for me to keep doing it so it's like two extremes of like if I like something I'm gonna do it if I don't like I really can't do it so I've had many jobs but um yeah I've always loved how I don't know you've just been able to stick and push through it but um 
I want. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm five and a half years in, and I'm kind of envious of your attitude. Like, I wish I could pick up and switch to something else and, like, feel like I just need to be stable. Like, yeah. I actually do fear leaving this job because I'm like, what if the grass isn't always greener on the other side? Right. I have seniority here. At least I have, like, I'm, I, can do whatever I want because I yeah. know like they're not going to get rid of me you know I don't I don't have that anywhere else so I envy you for yeah respecting your happiness <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> I mean we've both also just been in we can talk about that too just different phases of life like when I moved away to college like I could just work a serving job because I worked in or I lived in college housing and that's cheaper than you moving to St. Pete and buying a house at 22 and having a mortgage so like <laughs> Both of us have just been in different lifetimes, honestly. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about how it was leaving our small hometown and moving to St. Pete? Oh, boy, a breath of fresh air. Um, literally, as soon as I saw the sign, like, leaving Clay County, mm. just, I, of course, like, a little emotional leaving. Yeah. As I saw that sign, the tears stopped immediately, and I was jamming out in my car, and it was smooth sailing ever since. Like, I have a hard time going back because Mm -hmm. I feel so happy and so free. Like, I really stepped into a whole different version of myself when I came down here. Yeah. old, little, small Kayla doesn't exist anymore, you Mm -hmm. know? Definitely. That's, I think... When I talk about, like, your yoga journey and I, like, talk about your personal growth, like, I really think it was the moving to St. Pete that did it. And I remember you, like, having your reservations of being, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't leave. I need to, like, deal with problems here or whatever. And it was just, like, since I had already moved away, I, like, saw what it was on the other side. And I was, like, I know once she gets to St. Pete, like, it's just, that's it. You know, you're just going to thrive. And you really have. I mean, (laughs) you've started so many other hobbies, like done so many trips like I'm really glad you did it (laughs) me too I can't imagine if I was still back there yeah and I think that's another thing too about you know you is like you bought a house at what were you 20 22 or 23 was like one month into being 22 yeah and I think a lot of the things you do people are like not just with your hobbies but with life decisions too it's like oh I could never do that or like how do you do that and it's just like you wanted it, so you made it happen, you know? It takes long-term planning, honestly. I yeah. Mean, I feel like I knew at 16 when I was basically already moved out of our parents' mm-hmm. house. Um, like, I knew at an early age I wanted to own a house at an early age because I hate wasting money. Like, mm-hmm. I, I work hard for my money. I don't want to waste it putting it into a, an apartment that mm-hmm. will pay me back for it. You know, like I knew owning a house, even if I did want to move, I could rent it out or Mm -hmm. sell it and get a bunch of money and go travel with that money. Like I just see this. It's an investment to be in this house. And I just knew that forever. I got a credit card as soon as I could. Mm -hmm. Just been working on my credit, working on my savings and. Yeah. About things. Yeah. Do you feel like um, you've spent a lot keeping up with your house? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, well, if you rent, then you don't have to pay for like all the extra, you know, if something breaks, like, do you still feel like it's been worth it? 
So this wouldn't apply to everybody, of course, but I feel like the amount, the fact that I pay less on my monthly mortgage than some people would pay in rent makes up for the few random house repairs that I would need to do. Um, So like just recently, my roommate fell through my shower wall. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Casual everyday thing. You know. Um, and of course it was inconvenient. Um, she paid for the majority of it and it was, you know, like probably, uh, with labor and with repairs, I don't know. We probably spent about five fish, maybe six ish wow. hundred, like just like 600, which like is a lot upfront, but to be paying $1,700 for a studio apartment when I pay $1,500 for a three-bedroom house it's the the value outweighs the cost to me right honestly. that's what I look at when I buy anything the value not the cost because right. things are going to be expensive but if they're worth it in the long run like I don't care <laughs> yeah honestly like I mean we both talk about how like we have no memories from childhood but like <laughs> now that we're talking about stuff since especially since you worked at Little Caesars like you always were very financially responsible like when you said you got your credit card I'm like oh yeah I remember you getting that and I would always in my head be like oh Kayla has money like she'll pay for lunch like (laughs) which like just growing up I will I will I know (laughs) yes you're also very generous but um yeah I just remember being like Kayla's ever since she started working she's never like been like oh I you know spent all my money on something stupid no. so definitely admire that too um let's see how this is the question I was going to ask way earlier but I forgot um what are your thoughts on the yoga community this is kind of taking like a different turn but I feel like I mean obviously in any community there can be like drama or whatever but overall how do you feel about the yoga community as a whole Oh, it's a mixed bag for sure. Um, I actually, since I moved to St. P, I haven't done nearly as much yoga as I used to because I have so many other outlets right. to release my energy. Um, that's what yoga used to be in Green Cove. Like we lived an hour away from anything fun. So I would lock myself up in my yoga room for hours, even if it meant just laying on the floor. Like that was me taking my me time. And now I have so much more access to that that I don't do as much yoga as I used to do. Right. Um, I would say there's definitely a mixture of the Instagram yogis, which Mm. I've decided I don't want to be. Um, I think for a second I was like kind of creeping towards that and it's just not for me. Um, And then there's and then there's the people who like me who need it for their sanity. Mm. Uh, And it doesn't matter what you look like, how flexible you are that going back to the beginning of our talk, like people are like, Oh, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. I'm like, how the heck do you think you get flexible? Like, if that's something you want to do, you have to do something about it. You know, right. If you say you're not flexible enough to do something that makes you flexible, then you get nowhere. So like, we all have to start at a place of like, of course, we're not at our goal yet, because we haven't moved towards it. Um, I really don't look at yoga for the flexibility aspect of it. Um, It's the energetic release for me. It's how good I feel. Oh my gosh, a hot yoga class. Like, 
I really want to try one of those. Oh, I've never been. I've never, I never sweat harder in my life than in like, even just a warm yoga class, like a power yoga class gets, Mm. I just feel so incredible afterwards. You have so much energy. You're so ready for the day. It's, I feel like everyone should do it no matter where you're at in your physical state, because it's, it's accessible for everyone. There's modifications, there's different levels of classes, not all classes Mm -hmm. are Like, I feel like people have a stigma about yoga classes having to be hot and sweaty. No, like there's, there's like, um, yin classes where they're just like slow and relaxed and Mm -hmm. like, there's so many different things for so many different people. And it's a, it's not a one size fits all, but everyone can fit. Yeah. I like that. My, um, the instructor I had this weekend for level one training I mean, it was cheesy, but he was like, if you can breathe, you can do yoga because he's like, yoga is all about breathing. Like, it's not about your body type. There's, you know, a different option or adjustment for any pose. Like, you just have to be breathing. Um, And I really like that, too, because, I mean, just me telling people I'm doing yoga teacher training, like when it's like it's not like I'm a yoga guru. Like, (laughs) I'm still way new to it. And they're like, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, I can really do it either. But like, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, so I did yoga teacher training too with the intention of yeah. teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. I have only taught either the free classes with your oils. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've taught a few kids yoga classes that I have actually gotten paid for. Oh, that's cute. I didn't know that. Yeah, for my roommate's synagogue. Um they oh, were yeah, yeah, like the children about taking care of your bodies. And so they wanted a yoga teacher to come in. And she was like, Kayla, come teach. I had the best time, you know, like that's so cool. And that's what it is. It's just like sharing like when the kids would be like, when are you coming back to teach us more yoga? Like I would die like I, that was so <laughs> rewarding. You know, I I told Becca, I'm like, I would do it for free. She's like, they're not going to let you do it for free. They're going to pay you. She's like, how much do you want? I'm like, I literally don't care give me 10 bucks. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, they gave me more than that, but they were really nice. Um, it's, it's just rewarding. Like, nonetheless, I, I haven't ended up being a yoga teacher since then, but the personal gains I got from doing that course was worth it on its own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask like what, what you were thinking with that, or, um, if you were just gonna, you know, just kind of, you enjoyed it and you're just moving forward and, Maybe one day, but I didn't know if you were going to end up teaching or not. I would like to um, eventually, but when I look at my schedule and I try to mm-hmm. see where I have time, what I what I really believe in is finding a yoga studio that feels like home first. True. Like, I'm not going to walk into a studio that I've never been to and been like, hey, let me teach here. I'm not like that doesn't make sense, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I want to find a studio that feels like home to me that feels like a place that I want to, you know, share the energy with. And I haven't made any time to go to any studio. I put my money elsewhere in mm-hmm. some classes. And so it just hasn't worked out that way. Um, definitely, maybe one day. I mean, Jacob talks to me all the time, like, when I'm talking about how I want to do something that actually brings me joy instead mm-hmm. of just, like going to work and doing the job. He's like, teach yoga you're good yeah like it and I'm like I know I just I I just need more than that too you know like 
because bills exist but yeah definitely um you were saying that yoga is kind of like a way for you to like express your energy and things like that how did that kind of how did you find pole dancing and use that for the same like energy release and you know exercise and all that oh my pole has (laughs) brought the biggest like boost of confidence to my life Mm -hmm. ever um I found pole through someone I did acro with in Jacksonville it was actually a guy um who pole dances and he invited me to a pole workshop and I was like you're joking me like I can't do that I can't go to a pole class and I just had all my reservations about it and and for some reason I ended up going anyway it was like a 45 minute drive like why would I why did I do Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I did um I fell in love with my pole teacher she's amazing she will really bring out the best in you any pole teacher I've ever met just makes you feel like queen of the world like yeah look back at your video and like oh my god that was awful like (laughs) your teacher does not see that like they are so excited that you're even trying it Mm -hmm. um I had friends over the other day who it was their first time ever seeing a pole in real life nonetheless using it and oh my gosh the joy like they were freaking giddy and it Mm -hmm. was the most like 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 one day I want to teach beginners pole like I don't even want to teach advanced pole because I just want to see people touch it for the first time and like fall in love with it right they texted me that night like they're like I just bought knee pads I'm looking at shoes right now like where did you buy your pole I'm like day one day one after the pole workshop I went home and I bought a cheap pole off Amazon I remember that yes (laughs) The, the person I was dating at the time he's like do you really want to buy a pole right now? Like you just did it for the first time. I'm like, why are you even questioning that? Of course I do. Like, don't, <laughs> don't even ask that. Like, yes, I'm buying it. Um, yeah. I remember whatever. like, that was another thing where I would come home like from college and visit. And like, I remember you saying you bought a pole and stuff and I'm like, okay, like she spins around on it. And like, I would come home and you like, we're working it and I'm just like how like how did this happen like when did this happen and it was just like it's not because I did it with you a few times and like it really does bring up feelings of like oh my gosh like is this you know scandalous or whatever and I really love you know the mindset around it of it's just like good for your confidence and stuff um so what would be your your advice to someone who's wants to do it but they're too scared like of what other people will think so I have dealt with um family friends who have disagreed with an outfit I might be wearing on the pole because they Mm -hmm. don't understand that you need more skin to stick to the pole Mm -hmm. um I've I've dealt with a little bit of judgment about it some people don't understand and mm-hmm. some people literally will never understand. Yeah. And I just see that as, okay, that's either coming from a place of their own insecurities or they're coming from a place that they have been trained to uh, suppress their, mm-hmm. like their sensuality, their sexuality, their, um, I don't know anything along those lines. Express themselves. Yeah. Like, they've been trained that that is wrong. And 
sometimes they won't ever accept the fact that like this is 2021 we're doing weird stuff now it's yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so basically I just like I would just say just try it like like I said the teacher wants to see how like how happy you're going to be when you spin on a pole for the first time they're proud of you like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter your shape or your size or your age same as acro I have seen every body type I've seen ages I've like there there's like I don't even remember how old she is she's probably in her 60s but she's like a national competitor in pole and she is That's strong awesome. as hell. Yeah. Like, pole takes a lot. Of, for anyone who doesn't know, it is hard. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is very hard. It's not just, like, skimpy clothes. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is really hard stuff. And I'm wicked sore after a class. Sometimes for the whole week, like, my back and my shoulders are just dead. Um, and nobody appreciates that, of course, because they don't know until they try it. But it's hard. And it's just so much more than what you think it is yeah I mean like first of all I mean people don't see how like bruised your legs have been like from it (laughs) oh my gosh yes and like when I try it like it's just fun for me to like do but like it genuinely hurts like it's not just like you're working out I mean of course you're working out your muscles and you feel that but it's also like your ankles being like using your ankles to hold you up on a metal pole like it hurts your bones <laughs> like the top the tops of your feet will always have a bruised circle in the middle of them yeah your thighs will always be like sometimes you even rip skin on the pole like it's a yeah. vicious, beautiful awful and amazing thing at the same time like you your body takes a full-blown beating and mm-hmm. you're like I'm so glad I did that at the same time <laughs> and you've kind of moved into is it called floor work? Like where it's more just like, it's more dancing too with the pole? Exotic floor work? Yes. Uh, probably be, yes. Yeah, I, that's something, when I first started pole, because of my fear of everyone's judgment, I wanted to focus on like the strong tricks. Hmm. Which I still love. Like I still like to get upside yeah. down. Like do a handspring on the pole Aisha some people call it things like that but but like the way I feel like now I can't imagine my life without dancing like I do it all the time oh my gosh that like made me emotional (laughs) I cannot Allie like I woke up last Sunday thinking about this twerk class that I took everybody (laughs) needs to take a twerk class at least once in their life (laughs) I woke up that morning I was like oh my god I need to dance right now and I literally didn't even eat breakfast. I drank a glass of water and then I danced for like two hours in my room. And I had a freaking great day. Like the the adrenaline, I don't know if that, like just the, how it feels, like it's just really changed wow. my life. I just cannot, it, I think about a life where I can't move and I'm like, put me down because I don't. Put me want, down. I don't. <laughs> Euthanize <want> me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> like I'm done. Like do I cannot. I I need it mm. desperately. Yeah, I think another thing, um, like with talking about the judgment for it, not just you doing it, like you also openly posted on social media as well, and that's something that I always admired. Um, 
because I feel like when I would do it with you, I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't post this on my story. Like, I don't want people to, like, see my body, like, stuff like that. Um, So I think how has that journey been for you as well, like, posting it on social media? Like, did you have to push through any, you know, mental blocks with that? I still am pushing through those mental blocks. Um, There are select videos that I will share and many more videos behind those that I won't Mm. um, because I still feel like the shame, the scandal, Um, my stories. I still have certain people blocked from them. Like, yeah, uh, like our dad. (laughs) Yeah. My poll videos. Jacob's dad. (laughs) Jacob's grandparents, like, God, no, Rosie does not need to see this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but I feel at the same time that's more for them and, and less for me. Um, yeah. But also, I don't want, like, the weird conversation. Oh, you're a pole dancer? Like, yeah. I, just, I don't want to talk about it like that. Mm-hmm. I want to only talk to people who want to explore themselves, even if it's mm-hmm. not pole, like, just people who are inspired by doing different things, you know, mm. doing taboo things, things that right. aren't exactly um, normalized. But honestly, my social media personally, because of the people that I follow, is all pole dancers, right? And all acrobats. Like that is all I personally see. So I also have a hard time remembering that I might be the only person on someone's Instagram <laughs> right. doing that. And then I'm like, oh, that's really weird. Like, they see selfies. They see – I don't know what other people see on social media. They see, like, cats and stuff. I see that too. But but then they just randomly stumble upon pole dancing. And, like, I'm like, what do those people think? Like, I'm the only one they see doing that. So I do still think about that. Um, But to me, I've gotten way more supportive feedback than negative Mm -hmm way more like tenfold people even people outside of pole like mm-hmm. people who don't do it girls mostly like I almost thought about making like the close friend settings like all my female followers just right to like shamelessly post what I want and still like I love that people to like new things and sometimes that's all it takes you know like mm-hmm. they and doing it they're like oh my god I didn't even realize normal people can do that like I thought you had to be a stripper to pole dance or something mm-hmm. like like I support strippers of course but it doesn't make you one to pole right. dance. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. make you a stripper it doesn't make you anything um other than a pole dancer which is fine some people like to refer to it as pole fitness mm-hmm. um in the beginning to make myself feel like I was less um I don't know dirty like you had to justify it <laughs> Yeah, to justify it, to make it seem like I'm not trying to, like, show off or whatever. But Mm -hmm. now I'm just, like, show what you've got. Like, I love going on Instagram and seeing people pole dancing. So why would I not share that for other people? Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's exactly how I think, too, with Instagram. It's, like, what if I like to see someone posting that, like, I'm going to post it as well. And Also, I think people judge what they don't understand. And so kind of like you mentioned, like realizing they may not ever understand that and that's okay, but like I'm on the other side of that and I I know what I'm doing is what's meant for me. So who cares? (laughs) Like those people who don't understand it are already not in my circle. So like not losing anything. Right. 
that's true too and that's just like another boundary and I don't know it's so cool to just hear you talk like this like it's just like the growth in your life is just so crazy I don't know I love it with every new hobby you like unlock a new <laughs> Kayla like a new confidence level I'm leveling up man like, it's really it's cool. cool oh that reminds me um I know you haven't done it as much but kind of your um experience with breathing fire <laughs> so the, the my breathing fire experience wasn't as good as my eating fire experience Oh, okay. I didn't um, know there was, like, two different things. There are plenty of – I mean, there's spinning fire and mm. stuff like that. But so breathing fire – I did a breathing fire workshop, fire breathing workshop, I should say mm. that better. I have an amazing teacher. Like, I don't mess – it's fire. You cannot mess around with it. I refuse to show anyone what I've learned because then I'm responsible for if they die. Right. And I'm not. I'm not playing around with that. So – I have an amazing teacher who was very thorough with instruction, very thorough with even even down to like you should take these supplements like pre um pre fire breathing care, post fire breathing care. Like it is it is a it's a science. There's a strict way you have to do things and um and I still ended up with chemical pneumonia for a week after breathing fire because I made the little mistake of breathing through my mouth after having paraffin in my mouth. Like it's, it's very hard to not breathe. Mm -hmm. Like you're talking, you're like, how do you not breathe through your mouth? Eating fire was a whole nother experience for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, Definitely another high risk thing. Like it's, I've stopped doing it less only because I don't think I'm ever going to be a fire performer right and it's not worth my health to have cool pictures for the gram um yeah and destroy your teeth and your liver um you my my instructor literally said like keep a log of how many hours you practice fire and once you've hit like 100 hours never do it again and wow so it's very like it can really take a toll on your body I mean it's it's there you're ingesting carcinogens so mouth cancer throat can like there's just a lot at stake and it just didn't seem worth it to me as as cool of a thing as it is mm-hmm. it's empowering to swallow fire like yeah <laughs> it, but it's just the risk did not I'll still do it occasionally like mm-hmm. I, I think about it often, um, but I, I love you. I'll it's just bad. like, like <laughs> I'm like, man, I need to play with fire again. So, like something about like putting it on your skin. Like I don't. It's it's so surprising how not bad it is to literally wrap your hand around a wick that's on right. fire and put it out. Like it's, I think I think it's just the epitome of like what you love to do, which is re- like realize that things that seem like this big thing that everyone kind of puts on a pedestal is like oh I can do this like yeah I can just you know what I mean just kind of breaking that barrier of only a select amount of people can do this and you have to be super special and cool like you just go and do it and I think that's really cool like there are not many things that I think that somebody shouldn't try based on anything Mm -hmm. like do not limit yourself because you think that 
you won't be like of course you're gonna suck in the beginning at probably mm-hmm. maybe not everything maybe you might be a natural at something but like it took me three years to do a freaking handstand I was doing a handstand in people's hands for two years before I could do one on the ground it, most people that will like that that won't make sense to them when they see me do a hand-to-hand and then they hear that I can't do a handstand they're like how like what are you talking about um but it's just like you can't limit yourself based on that if I would have told myself I could never handstand mm-hmm. of course I'd never be able to handstand because I already told myself I couldn't right like you have to have the believer mindset you have to have the fact that it's gonna suck and it might suck for a long time but when you get it oh my like it's a game changer definitely and ending on this because I forgot I have counseling in eight minutes but um (laughs) um you you said like it's okay to suck at first and I think I heard you say that a while ago like when you were um really training to be you know like an acro flyer and stuff and you were saying like you're willing to like show up and like suck at it for a while and like it's it's okay and that's literally what I took into like my acro or not acro my yoga teacher training and like even the job I've been working at I'm like I know I'm gonna mess up a bunch of times at first but I know I'll get to a point where I get it and that's just the journey that's what it is so I think that's a really good mindset to have yeah if you're worried about how you're gonna behave in the beginning you'll never get past the beginning Mm. and you'll never (laughs) reap the benefits of after that you know definitely Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. It was so cool to do this with you. Like, I don't know. It's just like a different way to connect. But I really appreciate you spending your time doing this for an hour. (laughs) No, I I enjoyed it too. This is, I'm like, I like thoughtful conversations. You know Mm -hmm. me, small talk. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like people that much. (laughs) Like, like, I don't like meaningless things. And so, yeah, really, I hope someone hears this and they're like, shit I'm gonna try something like just because I want to oh they definitely will good at it immediately like that just is unrealistic expectation of yourself like have fun like what the Mm -hmm. heck else are we supposed to do in these meat suits that we have like besides take off all your clothes and spin on a pole do what you want period (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much (laughs) um I will, um, you can share your Instagram if you want. I know you said, you said you're not much of like a yoga influencer, but you can share your Instagram where people can find you because I've had friends come to me and be like, my friend just started pole and I told her to follow your sister. Um, cause I love how freely she posts. So people definitely see what you do and love it. Oh my gosh. And we're, we're like Instagram friends now. Like, oh really? I, one girl in particular, like we both hype each other up and she appreciates it from me and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. From her. Like I, new pole people, new dancers, new acro, new yoke. Like I would love to get a DM of someone being like, oh my God, you inspired. Like I would cry probably. I, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, it makes me super happy to hear that like someone feels like they can do something because mm-hmm. I said they should try it. Um, <laughs> Uh, I love it. So what is your Instagram? It's Kayla C415. Sweet. Go follow my sister. Um, You can see how cool she is. Um, (laughs) Genuinely, one of the coolest people ever. I'm honored to be your sister. So thank you again for coming on here. And we'll probably do it again, hopefully. Yay. Sounds good. (laughs)
All right. Love you. I'll talk to you later. See ya.